0: Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welding instructor Alex
1: DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Andreas Michaelitis, Chief Psychologist at Noom. But what's Noom and why does Noom need a Chief Psychologist? Noom is a weight loss program that works, with results that last, because we know that changing the way you eat starts with your mind. With Noom's proven psychology backed tools, one on one coaching, and flexible plans that emphasize progress over perfection, you'll have the tools you need to change your relationship with food. So sign up at Noom.com now and lose the weight for good. That's N O O M.com.
7: In the air everywhere as we are starting a brand new Saturday on the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G because four hours a night are not enough. And this podcast now eight days a week. Well, kind of the radio show podcast, which is a version of a podcast because they they molded into the podcast format but here we are i know you're very excited about that myself ben mather the great danny g radio back from lost wages nevada and here he is unbelievable
6: yeah 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 what's up ben i got my nasa snapback hat on and i'm ready to do some rocket science on this show
7: yeah i want you to know i'm wearing right now do you know what hat i'm wearing you can see me right now
6: is that the philadelphia ace hat no no, try, try again. Guess number two. What do you think? Uh, Let's see. That is the Antelope Valley Anteaters. <laughs>
7: there you go. You got that right. Amazing job. Unless, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, that is not uh, correct. But uh, the the answer is Nick, this is a Arkansas Razorbacks hat that uh, one of our great podcast listeners sent in, and uh, I I like it. I don't normally wear hats with A's on them because. I only like hats with the B for Ben or M for, for Mallard, but this is such a cool hat. It's an exception. I got a few hats that I wrote work in my rotation that don't have the M or the B on them, uh, but this is one of them. It's a good hat. Very large A. One of the biggest letters I've seen in a hat.
4: I got it all over me.
7: Anyway, on this edition of the, uh, the podcast here, the fifth hour, we first of all want to beg you to uh, please uh, give a good review. All right? not, not a bad review, a good review. Five stars. Five stars. It I, Again, people say, why does it matter? Who the hell reads those things? And I agree with you. I think a normal person would not read those things, but you got to understand we have management and Boring. they have a lot of time on their hands. And so they, uh, they read those things and it doesn't make any sense to me. But again, that, that's just an easy way to help us and do us a solid and, uh would certainly certainly be great if you could do that and again that's on the mainly the apple page right danny isn't that the main one for the podcast review it is yeah that's where
6: you find the review capabilities yeah so please say yes no no you know i said say yes not no if you disagree with something ben says on the podcast feel free to give a two-star review
7: no 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 because you I, are fake news if you believe that i've said anything incorrect i mean Come on, man, what's wrong with you I, have you noticed any i love this toy that i have to access to I, it's just amazing to me. no i i haven't noticed not at all right yeah i did add a few more bells and whistles this week to make it make it more exciting
6: yeah liar Can you imagine if you had this available on your live show?
7: Yeah. Well, I've told, I've told the story, Dan. I think I told you years ago when I was first started, I worked, I started in San Diego and I got my first real talk show break was in LA and we had those, you know, the replay machines.
6: Yeah. They were called instant replay machines.
7: Yeah. 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 Exactly. The really expensive old technology compared to now. I mean, you can do everything on your phone now. Yep. But I had that and I oh I love that machine so much. Oh my god, it was awesome. Uh, everything. I just hit all the buttons after and I hit the rim shot after everything. Uh I was the funniest guy in the world. And my program director, this guy Bo Bennett, came running in. He was not a fan (laughs) of my use of the replay machine. And he literally, in the middle of a segment, I was talking, I was on this show with this guy named Dave Smith, and they he pulled the replay machine out. He was so upset. There were cables attached to it, you know, the power. And then there was another uh, connected to the board, uh, the engineering board. And he just ripped that thing out and it stormed out of the studio. And that was, that was the end of the replay machine for me. So yeah, this is like a special treat. Anyway, in this edition, the Saturday podcast, Danny, it's the weekend and all that. There's no football this weekend. We're waiting Super Bowl weeks coming up and all what about that. about the Pro Bowl? Like I said, there's no football going on this weekend. Uh, so, but, but we do have uh, we do have you know tales from our lives, tales from our what 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 better content than random stories? It's story time. Everyone loves a good story. Dan. you know in advertising these days, the people who make commercials have determined that the way to get people to spend money is to tell a story. It's like restaurants. Yeah. Have you gone to a, when's the last time you went to a restaurant, like a chain restaurant that didn't have the story of how the restaurant started and you know, the, you know, they were poor and they, 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 the mom's recipe or whatever, whatever it might be. And they all do it because they, they have market research that claims that people love that stuff. And it causes them to go to support whatever that might be more. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to support this podcast more, but we just we we're just here to schmooze, right? That's all we're we're doing. Uh, so on this podcast, we've got dress rehearsal, the Death Star, the Spider Man meme comes to life, and ten year old Benny's dream come true. All of those what about things. a ten year old Benny. <laughs> I know exactly. Uh, so I wanted to start with this. Now, as you know, Danny, I don't get out of the Mallard Mansion much uh, anymore. Uh, This being the COVID era of our lives. And I do not like the bullshit that uh, you have to go through to go anywhere. And a lot of red tape. I can't stand it. Uh, It drives me nuts. I think a lot of it is just for show and it doesn't accomplish anything. If I believed it accomplished something, I would be all in on it. I think it's just for, uh, you know, just for people to to say, oh, look at me. I'm virtue signaling. I can't stand it. So, uh, you know, the fact I have to go to a football game and show my papers uh, to cover a football game, it just blows me away. Uh, It's insane to me. Uh, I do appear to be in the minority, though, because I don't think many people are not going to these things. But uh, so I, I had been a staple for like 25 plus years of my life at these sporting events. And now, in this era of my life, the last three years 2020, 21, now 22, uh, it's rare and appropriate. I still go out, I'll go to a Dodger playoff game or a Ram game every once in a while, but it's rare inappropriate. and appropriate. Uh, and the NFC Championship game got me to leave my house. And I did make it in. And we were talking about that on the podcast. And I was like, well, am I going to go? Am I one of the reasons I said, am I going to go? Am I not going to go? Is because I was like, well, you know, the traffic and the, the bullshit. Uh, but I ended up doing it. And I, I'm glad I did. I went to SoFi Stadium in the
6: hood in Inglewood. Nice. And, uh, now, how scared were you with that interception that was in the Niner players' hands?
7: Well, you got to complete the play. And he didn't complete the play. So bad job by him. That's, that's the difference, right? Just like dude, the, the name Tart? Yeah, I don't know what his first name is. But that, listen, the, 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 Fruit? the David Tyree catch. Great, great catch. People love it. I think it was a bullcrap bull catch, but he drops that much different conversation, right? We're having a much different conversation. Patriots had the, the perfect, uh, was that the perfect year? I don't know if that was even the perfect year. I think that was a different year, but no, we're having a different conversation about this. And instead of, you know, goofing on Brady for losing to Eli a couple of times, we're playing the sad violin for Eli. Like, how'd you lose that game? What's wrong with you? Shame on you. Anyway. Now, were you
6: in the beautiful media
7: box? I was. I was. So, uh, and, uh, you know, this was a long uh, weekend. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. But it was a world-class operation. Uh, tip of the microphone to the Rams. I mean, that is my God. I was able to get a taste, Danny, of the Super Bowl experience. As you know, the Super Bowl is only for the cool people. And I'm not a cool and we you know, you're part of me. Now you're cool, but I'm you're with me, so you're not cool. So uh, but the Super Bowl's for like the media elites, you know, the top one percent of media. And most of the people that cover the Super Bowl don't actually go to the game. It's a dirty little secret. They have to watch on television or they don't I mean, a lot of the radio people that come out and cover the Super Bowl, they go back. Uh, they don't even stay for the game because they don't have access. The access is limited anyway. Uh, so was out there, got to taste the Super Bowl experience. Now, why is that? Not, not just because it was the same stadium as Super Bowl is going to be next weekend, but the 49er-Ram game was a preview of coming attractions. What I mean by that, I was told by uh, a source, shall we say, that the hospitality staff at SoFi Stadium treated that game like a dress rehearsal, that they were using that game as a model for what they were going to do in the Super Bowl. Which, you know, what did that mean for, for me? What did that mean for the media? That meant for us freeloading in the media, we were treated like kings. We were treated like the one percenters who are actually going to be at the Super Bowl. And so it was like a heavyweight boxing match when I looked at all the food. I was like, all right, let's go. Here we go. I'm gonna box, box the food right now, man. I'm ready to go. There was food in the air everywhere. Uh, they had a pregame meal, a chicken uh, cacciatore. I, believe I said that, right? Uh, there was a pasta dish, potatoes, veggies. That wasn't really my jam. I didn't go for that, Danny. Uh, but they had a candy bar, a, you know, like an open candy bar. They had, oh, my God, M&Ms. They had the Hershey bars, both regular and almond. They had a chocolate side, and then on the other side, they had, like, gummy stuff. All right, so
6: sweet and sour one fountain
7: I, I didn't see it. they had a brownie table of brownies, cookies, uh, they had soda bar uh, I didn't see any booze, there was water, bottled water, healthy snacks. they had a salad bar. I stayed away from that, Danny, I stayed ten feet. I was socially distancing from the salad bar <laughs> and uh, but i did not i was i was fasting, I did not actually eat any of the meal any of the food before the game, I waited, Dan, this veteran move, veteran move. I waited till halftime. And the reason I waited at halftime, they had more Ben friendly foods at halftime. So they, had, I'm talking in the third person. They had more food. That was more my jam at halftime. That's when they pulled out. Just ram it. Mini sliders, delicious little cheeseburgers, uh, pepper chicken wings unfortunately bone-in tater tots curly fries onion rings and there was some other stuff but that's all i focused on nice and so i hit that hard just ram it i hit that was a wonderful cornucopia of just deliciousness and i loved it and uh, again i was told that it's the same setup they're gonna have at the super bowl it's not gonna be any different and so i i got to experience that and uh, I'm, I'm grateful. I was, it was a lot of fun. So I had a good time out there. And I have some other stories that we'll tell later on, some things that happened to me randomly uh, while I was, uh, was out at the, the Rams game with the, the 49ers. So I was, I was doing that. You were hanging out in Lost Wages, Nevada. Before we get to the Death Star,
6: uh, did you do any gambling? No, but my tinderoni did. Um... Did she win any money? She did, and then Everybody. at the at the end of the trip, they got it back. But she brought three hundred in cash to gamble with. That was her budget. Okay, so she was like, "Okay, I have three hundred dollars in twenty dollar bills. That's going to be what I gamble with at the slot machine. She loves that wheel of fortune machine.
7: That's her machine. That's her jam. Yeah. My wife likes that
6: wolf run. Okay, have you seen that one?
7: I have. She thinks that's a lucky machine.
6: <laughs> I don't agree with that but yeah so she sits down at the wheel of fortune machine and she puts five dollar bets at a time that's a lot that's a big bet on a slot machine yeah some people do dimes and pennies and nickels and nope she plays five dollars at a time go big or go home okay and her first twenty dollar bill she turned it into 126 bucks
7: now the move here let let me ask you if she did what i what i would advise You hit a hundred. So she's up a buck twenty, right? At that Mm -hmm. point, take the buck twenty, put it away. Start back with the three hundred. That's what I would do. Did she do that? I said, okay, cash out.
6: You're out. Yes, yes, that's the move, Danny.
7: Cash out. She did. She
6: turned it into a ticket, which I posted on my Twitter account last weekend. So she carried around that one hundred twenty six dollar ticket all weekend but she continued to play the rest of the cash that she had in her purse. I couldn't tell what she had won and what she had lost because she had a combination of tickets and spare change, just moving around uh, from her wallet to her purse, to her pocket.
7: Yeah. Everything had been joined together. Right? As everything was in a jumbled, I got it. That's yeah. the whole purse. He's, you know, let me tell you the, the purse, in theory, a great idea, but everything gets all mixed together. You don't even know, right? It's just, every, every person's got to be like that.
6: Yeah. By the end of the weekend, she counted what she had in tickets, and it was $300. So she said, hey, this is good.
0: I dress myself.
6: I'm even right now. To her credit, on the last day we were there on Sunday, she won 20 bucks on her way out. So she left up $20. All right, well, that's good. Yeah, so not bad. She basically did all that gambling to win 20 bucks and get a sore throat from all of the cigarette smoke. Oh, yeah,
7: that's that's one of the few places left in the western part of the United States where that is allowed.
6: Man, Uh, what is up with all of the people smoking cigarettes there and blowing it in your face? I'm a doctor. Yeah, I, I wonder...
7: Are these people, because we live in California where you're not really allowed to smoke anywhere, do these people just smoke because they're when in Vegas act like you're in Vegas, or do these people actually smoke year-round? I Because uh, I don't see a lot of people smoking a- anymore because
6: it's been banned everywhere pretty much. Yeah, like you said, we don't see it anywhere where we live. And it's funny because she asked me that same question when we saw a cigar bar And guys were standing out in front of that, blowing all the cigar smoke in other people's faces. And that's a step up of nasty. And um, at the Caesars Palace, that's where that was. But literally, you walk past somebody and they look at you and they blow the cigarette smoke right at your face. Yeah. Oh, sure. A bunch of assholes. Yeah, no, I I pretty much. And I told her, I said, no. These are people who supposedly quit smoking cigarettes, but when they go to Vegas, they let it all hang out, so they're a smoker again.
7: Yeah, yeah. You fall back, and do you smell anything else there
6: while you were in Vegas? Uh, oh, yeah. The strip, yeah, yeah. The strip smelled like a hundred coops, it multiplied <laughs> there were, like gremlins. There was an infestation
7: of skunks. That somehow attacked the Vegas Strip. I don't know how that is. It's unbelievable. Did you stop and see the Bellagio Fountains?
6: Spliff City. Uh, No, didn't look at the fountains. Uh, I think we've seen that before. Well, yeah. Uh, But we did get to stay at the Palazzo, which was nice. Oh, that is a good hotel. Yeah, it's a good hotel. Look at you. You're a baller.
0: Money. Uh,
6: Of course, connected to the Venetian basically just got to walk around those two properties cross the street to Caesars a little bit, you know, we were at the baseball field for a lot of the daytime Saturday and Sunday. So it was more uh nighttime action and late afternoon action where we were actually at a casino. Okay. That's cool.
7: Yeah. I've not been to Vegas. I'm supposed to go to Vegas. Uh, I think later this month, I possibly tentatively scheduled to go to Vegas later in the month of uh february but i haven't been there since the covid thing so i went right before covid and that was that was that but it's been, this thing never seems to end it just keeps going on and on and on and on. how busy was Vegas? was it packed it was packed yeah
6: it yeah. was i would say about 50 percent of the people there wore masks
7: okay um, but it's not required like in california right? it's more like if you want to
3: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
7: I don't, is, is it a rule you have to wear the mask? Or it
6: seemed it? like it was a rule inside, but obviously not outside. Oh, okay.
7: Yeah, because at SoFi you know the the governor of california keeps mandating masks it wasn't even wearing a mask uh all these these hollywood a-holes were telling everyone to wear masks
6: we're not wearing masks saw that already infamous picture with magic johnson yeah
8: yeah it was it was ridiculous but yeah i I can go on on and on gorgeous gaming stunning streams unbelievable bandwidth it's another lifestyles of gagillionaires Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with Hyper Gig Speeds. Meet gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with Hyper Gig Speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. Ah! Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber, internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months.
5: Limited availability in select areas. Visit attcom hypergig for details.
7: So you ended up at the Death Star, the legendary Raiders stadium there. Um, Beautiful. Looks like on television, never been there. Did it live up to your expectations?
6: Yeah, beyond impressive. I kind of knew what to expect going in because I followed along the whole time it was being built on YouTube. There was a cool special called From the Ground Up with Mike Rowe.
7: Oh, I got to check that out it's on
6: YouTube. Yes.
7: on. YouTube. I love micro. We got to try to get micro on the podcast.
6: Very cool dude. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, he's the host of the world's dirtiest jobs. Yeah. Dirty jobs on discovery. Yeah. Yes. I
7: love, love micro.
6: Dude's got one of the best narrator voices in the business. He narrates this series where they literally from the first shovel in the ground until they unveil the completed death star he takes you through the entire process and to watch them spend billions of dollars and to see how much technology and everything goes into this new stadium that they sped up because they wanted to get it done for that 2020 season, which wound up getting canceled for fans yeah, because of COVID. But this was a five year project that they rushed into three and a half years. And so to watch them work seven days a week around the clock, now to be able to go there in person last weekend and actually see it with my own eyes and walk through the hallways and get on the field, see all of the art installations throughout the building. That was the one thing that stood out to me. The attention to detail, Ben, ridiculous there. I mean, everything precise and perfect and just a, a masterpiece.
7: Yeah, that's cool. I, it, it does look really nice. So you did the actual stadium tour, right? You, you did that. I had a buddy of mine that lives in Vegas who said, you got to do that. It's the coolest thing. They take you everywhere and you can get you know photo and the whole thing, like uh, from, I guess, from a distance, they zoom in. I don't know what they do. Oh, tell them, you know, like,
6: they take you to where our friend Brent Musburger and Lincoln Kennedy sit during the game. <laughs> and then they also take you to Mark Davis's personal suite. Uh, That's cool. So that you get a view from there. Do they give you the Mark Davis haircut? Do they give you
7: <laughs> that that bowl cut? Is that part of the deal?
6: I asked the, one of the tour guides if there was a barbershop for Mark Davis there, and he he just laughed. So I think the answer was no. Well, not only that,
7: but the, the uh, where's he? Where's he, is it? P.F. Chang's. He hangs out at. It is P- it
6: yeah, P.F. Chang's yeah. is his favorite spot. There's one right there on the strip, not far from the stadium.
7: Yeah. All right, so you made the rounds. What was your favorite part? Was it the locker room? Was it the press box? Was it just being in the tunnels underneath? Like, what was the coolest part?
6: I would have to say the Hall of Fame row. They did a great job on that. And the Raiderettes' shiny new facility. Hello!
7: (laughs) She's a lovely lady and my apologies to her. Uh,
6: My uh, Tinderoni took a picture of herself in the mirror there as she is my Raiderette, and it's funny because uh, they have a tour guide in the front who's doing all the talking. Yep, 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 yep. And then there's just one guy trailing in the back whose sole job is to be the caboose of the train. Okay. So so we were straggling the whole time so we could get the better pictures without strangers in the shots. Yeah. He just kept telling us, oh, it's all good. As long as I'm the last one, you're good, you're good. Oh, Okay. So, they were, is he also worried somebody was going
7: to be, you know, sneak away and, and, uh, you know, hide out in the stadium or something like that? Was that
4: what they were worried about? Yeah,
6: yeah probably, um, you know, cause he looked very nervous. His head was on a swivel inside Mr. Davis's suite. Uh, and I was thinking, what's someone going to do like sleep in here until the next game? But once we got to where the Raider are, very cool. It was like a Raider at museum. I mean, it showed what the Raider looked like in the 60s. And there was, um, uh, it was like a museum of their uniforms throughout the seasons. The tour guide in the back told us that his favorite Raiderette was Mackenzie. We went and looked and she was all right. But he was like, yeah, forget Beyonce. I got to meet her. She's bad. He was telling us how he would cheat on her. Even though he's engaged, he would cheat on his fiance with Mackenzie. (laughs) And uh, so we had a good time laughing at this guy's jokes. And we were making him laugh. We were the. End of the, the train there. And so that made the uh, the tour extra fun. The fact that we didn't follow directions and we didn't really listen to the lady that was talking at the front of the tour.
7: Yeah. So she was droning on and on and on. And you were just kind of enjoying the sights in the sound. Yep,
6: We were in the back goofing around. We we're like the kids goofing around on the field trip. Yeah. Well, good. Good
7: for you. It's the proper way to have a stadium tour. I I, I would agree with that. All, All
6: right. So now you've seen this. Now you got to go to a game, right? That's the next step. you got to go to a game there next year. That is the next step. You talked about SoFi at the top of the podcast. I've been there. Uh, very, very cool stadium, but yeah. very steep. You're not a man of the people when it comes to Rams games, so you don't understand. <laughs> but, but, Ben, when you actually sit in a section there, not yeah. up in the, in the highfalutin uh, press box. Press box. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's so steep. That if you slightly tripped, You're you done. would fall down this toilet bowl to your death.
7: Well, I don't like that. I'm not, I'm not a fan of steep. I don't like yeah. steep.
6: So. That was the one thing I liked better about Vegas than SoFi was you didn't have that steepness going on with the sections there.
7: Yeah. Did they have a lake in front of the stadium in Vegas like they do in L.A.? Uh,
6: my Tenderoni's son said, okay, you guys have seen both now, so what, what do you think? What's the biggest difference between the two stadiums, we both said the same thing. We like the inside of the Death Star better. We like the outside of SoFi better. If Vegas is the Death Star, SoFi is Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's
7: it's crazy. It's like uh, this weird, uh, it's right in the middle of Inglewood, which is not a great neighborhood in LA, that part of, of, uh, of LA. And it's just amazing. It's like popped up. Out of not out of nowhere, out of five billion dollars, but uh, craziness. All right, because so I have the uh, Spider Man meme becomes reality. So, back to the uh, trip to SoFi over the weekend a lot of red tape, as I said, mass police, all that stuff. A bunch of boozing 49er fans who walked through there before the game, Danny. And I had to walk, and I parked far away, and I had to walk to these people. Be- they believed they owned the Rams, that they were the Rams' daddy, and they were walking around. Just it was like a coronation. They were just it was a it was a nuisance, Danny, that they had to play this game, and that they had to you know they're going to beat the Rams. Who cares? I saw a guy dressed up in a full uniform. This fat white guy dressed as Jimmy Garoppolo. He had the full pants, the helmet, the jersey, the whole thing. A wild scene. Um, I'm walking walking through whatever, and you uh, know I. It was it was it was gridlock even f- I got there four hours before the game because I wanted to watch the AFC championship game from there I didn't want to deal with the traffic and so I got there four hours before kickoff and uh and it was it was gridlock and I didn't know really where to, where to park I just drove down Century Boulevard and figured I'd probably find the place at some point I did uh and I actually because they they took away all the parking for the Super Bowl they were getting ready for the Super Bowl and so they put us in this parking structure right near the NFL network. They have studios there. So holy Andrew Siciliano, Willie McGinnis and Kurt Warner, Batman. I mean, they're all, Oh, that's where those guys were. And so I ended up walking literally one and a half miles to the media will call, uh, to, to pick up my pass. And the, the woman handling the PR, I get to the, the, the PR window and you got to show your driver's license and all this stuff to get in. And, uh, she starts laughing and she says, well, oh, you're, you're Maller." And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going do the, do an overnight show at Fox sports radio. And she says, she tells a funny story. She's about 10 minutes earlier. She had mistakenly given my credential to somebody else named Maller, And, uh, you know, it's like the Spider-Man mean comes to life. And so I was like, well, what are you, you know, what's going on? And uh, But, you know, it was like the Spider-Man mean. And it turns out that one of my cousins...
1: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
6: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness.
1: He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly...
6: Patients who can see.
4: You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And I don't think I've told this story before
7: on radio or the podcast. One of my cousins, Danny, is a very prominent senior producer at a popular tabloid TV show in Los Angeles. And very rarely do our paths cross because he covers entertainment and i cover sports but this there were a lot of celebrities that happened to be at the rams game and so the tabloid tv shows you know it's a small world after all they sent him out there to document these celebrities and so on this day everything lined up and uh, his name is Kerry. It's so same last name he covers mostly like uh, you know entertainment elections you know shootings you name fires a cacophony of, uh, other random things. And he actually did send me a text to say that he had a, you know, he, when he got his, he got my credentials, I even thought it was, uh, it was pretty funny. But then the other thing was like, a, it, was like a, it was like a, it was like a series of errors, Danny, because he's, he's texting me. And I don't, I don't talk to him that often. You know, we, we used to go to bar mitzvahs and things like that when we were kids, little kids, and he's a little younger than me, I believe. Yeah. I think he's a little younger than me. We're around the same age. And, you know, he moved to the Midwest and uh, then he came back to L.A. And so we kind of lost track. We, we, we reconnected a few years back, but we don't talk that often. And so he's texting me. He's like, hey, let's meet up, you know, a little photo op, a little Maller cousin photo op. You know, I don't have a lot of family out here. Most of them are dead. Uh, so, so anyway, I was like, all right, whatever. And so he's like, hey, meet me here. And I was like, I, I, I can't get there. It turns out that he had different access than me. He had access to where the celebrities were. And I only was allowed like where the press box was in the field. I could go to the field, which was pretty cool, but I was like, meet me down here. It couldn't meet me. Um, anyway, but so we just agreed to go to dinner or something like that. And we, we were at the same stadium, but couldn't get to the same spot. And, uh, so yeah, that was my, does that mean
6: he also had different food than you?
7: Yeah, he must've, I don't, I don't know if he even stayed for the game. I think he was just there for the pregame and there were, I guess a lot of celebrities, they showed them on TV. I didn't, I don't even know who most of these people are, but I guess they're famous and they they were there and they got the full television treatments. So there was that uh, one, one final thing. I know we're getting a little long in the tooth here on the Saturday edition of the fifth hour.
9: What grows in the forest trees? Sure. No, what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder and our family bonds grow too. And our family bonds grow, too, because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
5: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Uh,
7: But the 10-year-old Benny's dream comes true. And so... This again relates uh, when I was growing up a Rams fan, fat little kid growing up in Orange County. And I envisioned myself playing on the offensive line for the Rams. I was convinced because I was fat that I'd be on the offensive line for the Rams when I, when I it was just going to happen. You know, when you're a kid through the eyes of a child and I you know, was wearing Ram horns on my head, I was ready to go. And of course it never quite worked out. The, uh, the football career went a little sideways on that for a myriad a myriad of reasons uh, did not uh, quite go uh, my way. So anyway, uh, when I was a kid, I have told the story. I used to go to Rams training camp because I grew up in Irvine and the Rams trained at UC Irvine. So my mom, it's a different time. My mom would drive me over there, drop me off, and I'd spend all day wandering around uh, the campus of UC Irvine, really just the practice fields there. And I have very fond memories of that because it was a much you know, softer Uh, much softer time, I guess, uh, than than the way it is now. But I remember just like I gravitated to the offensive line. There was very little security. It was during the week. There wasn't hardly anybody there. It's much different. Now you've been to training camp. I'm sure it's like a corporate event, right? It's a whole thing. It's marketing. And it wasn't like that. Brought to you by Pepsi. Yeah. It was just about practice. And this is so long ago, back in the bronze age, they actually practiced twice a day. They had morning and afternoon practice early on, like Hell Week, NFL players. Could you imagine if they told the NFL players that you got to practice in the morning and come back and practice in the afternoon? There would be upheaval. There would be mutiny on the bounty if they did that. Anyway, so they did back in those days. And it was cool when you're a kid because you got to go to two practices in one day. You just had to kill time during the middle of the day before they came back to practice. So, you know, just gravitate the offensive line. So let's jump ahead now. We move ahead in the broadcast, Danny. So from that's that's a little bit. That's for context. So I'm at the Ram 49er game. I'm in the press box. I go to search for my seat. It's like, the you know when you start school and they post the classes and which classroom you need to go to? And it's a big pain. So it's like, I don't know where I'm sitting. So I'm trying to find my seat. And abracadabra, hocus pocus, the Rams had assigned me a seat in the second row. When you're a radio guy and you get a seat in the second row, that's big radios, third row, third row radios, radio, radio row is always like the worst part of the press box. They hate radio. They usually spit loogies at radio people, but <laughs> for some reason I ended up in the second row. Like this was a big deal, Danny.
6: Yeah. Well, radio's usually the one talking shit about them. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> but anyway, so I'm
7: in the second row. So I'm sitting, sitting next to me assigned by the Rams number 78 in your program. Oh yeah. Number one in your heart, the great Jackie Slater, hall of fame, hall of fame, offensive lineman, gold jacket guy, the whole thing. And a guy when I was a little 10 year old Benny and I got dropped off at Ram training camp, I watched Jackie Slater. I thought I was going to be playing with Jackie Slater on the Ram offensive line. And here I am living 10 year old Benny's childhood dream because for the next four hours, Me and Jackie Slater are teammates. We're teammates in the media and damn it, we're, we're the offensive line Mm -hmm. and we are there and, and I'll, I'll play guard. Jackie could play the the tackle position and, uh, and it was, he was very nice. I actually have interviewed Jackie before on the phone, but not in person, uh, where, you know, I was feeding him stats and he, he was doing some local TV in LA. So, uh, but that being said, Danny, I did have one embarrassing, not embarrassing, but awkward situation with the great Jackie Slater. So the Rams, everyone brings up the 49er player that dropped the interception, right? That yeah. we, we, uh, what's his name? Tart. Yeah. Whatever. So the Rams also, nobody brings this up because they won the game, but there were two drop touchdown passes. And during one of them, and I think it was the, the Cooper cup one, he ended up with a touchdown, but he, he missed a, uh, the one off his fingertips. Yes, that one. So I'm sitting there, and Jackie Slater lets out this loud groan of disgust, right? Now, keep in mind, the press box at SoFi Stadium is enc- encased in glass. There's no outside crowd noise. So it's, kind, it's not quiet, quiet, because you can kind of faintly hear the crowd a little bit, but it's not the outside ambience of the stadium. So... Every freaking sports writer, every media person turns around. You're never, you're not supposed to cheer in the press box, right? And Jackie's doing this thing. Everyone turns around, like, ah, and they're looking towards me because I'm next to Jackie, and I'm. They didn't, you know, they didn't. I don't think they put two and two together. It was very, uh, very awkward. <laughs> but that was, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time, and I, I got, you know, talked to Jackie. He wants to do the podcast. He's, he's cool to do it. So hopefully. If all goes well, maybe next week we'll have the great Jackie Slater. I think it would be appropriate with the Rams in the in the Super Bowl. Get his perspective, yeah, on everything. So I always
6: see him on one of the LA TV stations here doing one of those sports rap shows. Yeah,
7: yeah, that's what he was there. It was him. It was like if you're an old Rams fan from back in the day. It was I saw Vince Ferragamo mm-hmm. was sitting there, and then Jackie Jackie Slater. So it was like nineteen late seventies, uh, early eighties, right around that time. Rams. Rams football. So that was, that was pretty neat. So it's was pretty cool. Uh, and I think that's it, right? That put the baby to bed for now. I was yeah.
6: going to do, do some pop quiz, but I think we've gone a little long on this. And so Ben, how nuts did the male dancers go on the Rams field <laughs> after the big win? Yeah, I, I know, Danny, of all the things
7: the Rams have done over the years, you will not Shut up! when it comes to the male cheerleaders. And so – uh
6: What are yeah. your favorite topics, man?
7: Uh You know, listen, no one's perfect. Uh, humans are fallible and, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Ram and, it
6: all day and ram it all night. The Rams took that theme song too seriously. Yeah, well, they, they didn't ask me uh, my uh, perspective on that. But, uh, you know, it's
7: uh, – I guess <laughs> – I don't know. Is it eye candy for the women? Eye candy for the gay guys? Uh, I don't know what, yeah. uh, they're into, uh, knock yourself out. Uh, I was more uh, focused on the ladies, uh, but uh, there's a little bit for everything. Yeah. When I've heard about those male cheerleaders, remember, I, I think, were you with me when that happened? I, I was, yeah. You yeah. ranted about it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, that was my reaction when I found out about that. Anyway, have a great rest of your Saturday. We've got a mailbag, big mailbag on Sunday. Looking forward to that. And there's nothing else really.
6: You know, you're all Pro Bowl weekend and all, but no. Pro Bowl, speaking of the Death Star, that's where the Pro Bowl is happening Sunday. Yeah. And uh, congratulations to your lambs. Well,
7: thank you. I appreciate that. And I really feel bad, though, Danny, for the Trolls, because they every week they get so excited. They were worked into a lather. They were convinced, Danny, when the Niners had a 10-point lead going to the fourth quarter, they were going to be winners. Woo! We're going to the Super Bowl. We're the Niners.
6: Instead, Ben was doing his chocolatey wasted dance at the candy bar. Oh, I was loving that. I
7: I flash back to Fat Benny. I was Yeah, I was really enjoying that. But I only I only ate like a like a pig for 2 hours and then I shut it down. So, I feel like all things considered cuz back in the old days, Danny, I would have eaten literally. Oh, for six consecutive hours. Yeah,
6: <laughs> I mean, you I would have stuffed your pockets. You would have wrapped things in napkins. There would have been leftover food stuffed in your computer bag. Oh, exactly,
7: exactly. It was like you know, it was like hitting the daily double. And I was like, hey, all right, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, be well and uh, stay safe and all that good stuff. We'll catch you on the mailbag on Sunday. Bye bye. Bye Felicia. Thunderstruck,
2: adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of Carnival fun. It's what happens when you ride Bolt, the world's first sea coaster. When you island hop till you drop. Thunderstruck. When you book four massages back to back. Back to back. Get Thunderstruck starting at 289.
0: Carnival choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama.
5: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony Delisandro.
6: Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You
5: know,
1: I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted.
5: Thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline.
7: Hey, Hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of revisionist history. eBay motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own.
9: Brake kits, led headlights, whatever you need, ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at
7: these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebay
9: eligible items only exclusions apply
3: there's plenty to celebrate in march and ex. craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free when you're an american express platinum card member don't be surprised if you say things like
5: chef what course are we on I'm, i've lost count or shoot that shoot that